Along with the compensation for the dairy industry, the federal agriculture minister recently announced $691 million for 10-year programs for Canada's 4,800 chicken, egg, broiler, hatching egg and turkey farmers. The announcement again responds to sector demands and concerns over the impact of the CPTPP. Glendalee Allen Vossler talked with Roger Pelizero, chair of Egg Farmers of Canada, about the funding announcement and its impact for the feather industry. Roger, can you give us your thoughts on the announcement? Yeah, so we really appreciated the announcement over the weekend um, from Minister Babot and the hard work that she's been doing to uh, to get to that part. Um, we know it's been a while coming. And, uh, you know, for the feather sector, we're looking at programs to help offset uh, the impact of these trade uh, agreements. And so they would be uh, investment programs and market development programs. So just what kind of an impact are we talking? I mean, when you take a look at the agreement that uh, that was uh, going to play out, um, it, it's over an 18-year period. So what it does, is it includes the WTO, uh, the newly launched customer agreement, and we'll still have to talk about that, the CPTPP agreement. And, um, you know, that access coming in will, will have an effect on all the feather industries. I mean, you'll have farmers who won't be buying feed. You'll have farmers who won't be, uh, increasing production in their, in their barns for, for this access was given away. I'll give you a little bit of a, a picture of, uh, what this would look like. If you put it in perspective, it's about 7% of our current production, what it's all totaled up of eggs in Canada. And that's equivalent to all the production from the Atlantic provinces. So New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia, and Newfoundland. Do you have any idea on a time frame or funding distribution? Because this not only goes to egg farmers, but chicken and, and turkey farmers as well. Yeah, no, no time frame. I know the minister, when she uh, talked to us, talked about um, meeting again with us, hopefully before the end of the year, if not really early in 2021, to discuss the details of the program and the timing of, of those programs and when they would start. Um, you know, we're really, we're really all waiting patiently, but we understand too that the government is dealing with something that we've never dealt with before, and that's just pandemic. And uh, so, you know, we, we respect that fact and we really appreciate that they're still trying to, you know, um, take care of the business for us as, as farmers in this country. Now, this funding relates to the impact of the CPTPP. You're also concerned about the Canadian-U.S.-Mexico agreement. Yes, uh, the new CUSMA agreement uh, will grant some uh, 11 million dozen eggs uh, additional access into our market. Um, the other factor that when you look at the CPTPP, um, for those aware of the trade file, the U.S. isn't isn't at that table right now for CPTPP. And we have concerns and, you know, we'll talk to the government about it and we, we've raised those concerns already in what we call the double dipping effect where they'll get access at CPTPP and then they'll get that access also on the new COSME agreement. So we've made that aware, that uh, that concern aware to the government. And uh, we'll just have to see how that unfolds if the United States decides to, to rejoin the CPTPB agreement. I would think with the president-elect uh, Biden there, that's probably something that administration will definitely look at rejoining. 
Overall, final thoughts? Relieved, happy, uh, you know, as final thoughts. Look forward to the next steps. Um, you know, we had given the government our our ideas regarding what these programs would look like. They said they've took that into consideration and before they talk about rolling those programs out, they would talk to us again to make sure that the programs do fit our needs. I've been talking with Roger Polisero, the chairman for the Egg Farmers of Canada. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. Joining us now is Duncan Morrison. He's the executive director of the Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association. Duncan talked about the 2020 fall economic statement released this week by the federal government. Well, what we saw, I mean, the first of all is that it's a, it's a federal statement, which is uh, will lead to the, should lead to the federal uh, ministerial mandate letters, which we don't have, so we don't have the details. But um, when you're taking it up to a drone's view, you look at uh, what's been said, and certainly um, the inclusion of grasslands uh, in uh, significant parts of uh, the section uh, on, on um, nature-based climate solutions. And you're looking at grasslands, and you're looking at wetlands, and you're looking at these natural areas that are uh, often uh, part of uh, livestock production um, through cattle. And it's just, uh, you know, it, the signals are, are very positive when you're reading about those lands. Talk a little bit about um, Environment Climate Change Canada and some of the some of the things you saw there. Environment Climate Change Canada is, uh, is, is starting to look at uh, really strongly at nature-based climate solutions now. What that means is it's, it's the natural areas that uh, that often are on private lands. Uh, you know, often a lot of the landowners have just done an outstanding job with these lands, keeping them intact, uh, restoring them. Um, there's programs like Manitoba through Manitoba Conservation Trust uh, that look at uh, you know right you know riparian areas or um, restoring wetlands or that type of stuff um, to to get this uh, these natural systems on the land, the natural ecosystems. Uh, or some return to it. And um, these are proven to be very, very, very effective, not only for ca- storing carbon, which is kind of the long game. It's right in front of us, but it's also, um, there's a lot of uh, different um, measurements and whatnot with a carbon system. However, when it comes to water infiltration, water management, stuff that producers are doing every day, um, this stuff is also naturally uh, sequesters carbon. So a lot of the producers that are using these natural areas as part of the farming system are actually indeed positioning themselves positively for carbon systems ahead. That was Duncan Morrison. He's the executive director of the Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Leal and Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.